If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. I hope you guys all enjoyed my guest last week, but we are back to just me this week. And on the podcast this week, I wanted to cover a topic that I know for a fact a lot of you guys struggle with because I get a ton of messages about it, and that is what to do and how you can heal when your ex was your best friend. I truly believe and have literally voiced this in past breakups that I believe sometimes it is harder to lose the friendship part of a relationship even more so than it is to lose the romantic part of the relationship. This is to say, I know that losing your best friend absolutely sucks. I know it is honestly probably one of the hardest parts of breaking up and losing a relationship. I want to preface it with that because I am going to hit you with some tough love on this episode because... I love you and I want you to succeed in your breakup recovery and I want you to heal. However, I cannot tell you how many messages I get from you guys telling me that you can't follow no contact or you can't do X, Y, or Z because you believe in your heart that your ex is your best friend and that gives you some kind of valid excuse not to follow it. And I hate to break it to you, but this is not just you. I get... I literally get that exact same message multiple times a week. And the reality is that almost all of us were best friends with our ex. If you think about it, like, of course we were. When you spend that much time with one person, of course they become your best friend. It would be more concerning if they didn't become your best friend. So it is not a special circumstance that gets you out of doing the work or prevents you from being able to heal from the breakup. Unfortunately, this is a big part of a breakup. This is just another casualty that happens because of a breakup is we typically lose our best friend. So 
I'm sorry to say this, but this does not make you unique. This is not a unique circumstance in a breakup. This happens to nine out of 10 people that are going through a breakup and it sucks. I want to start off with saying that it sucks. It's not unique. However, it's not all doom and gloom and you can still live without that best friend of yours. It is totally possible. And in this episode, I want to go over what to do if your ex was your best friend. And just a side note, because I know sometimes on this show, I probably say things that you don't want to hear and maybe things that you haven't heard from people around you or in other places. And just know that it's it's natural for our friends to tell us what we want to hear. And it's also natural that we don't necessarily seek out answers that we don't want to hear. So I always feel like it's my duty to tell you guys the truth and to best equip you to handle your breakup. So I'm not saying this because I'm trying to like be mean and tell you you're not special. I'm telling you this because when we feel like we're unique in a situation, we're typically not going to take advice because we don't believe that anyone has been through the things that we have been through. And I can assure you, I have lost many exes that were best friends. And if you've listened to my first, my very first episode, you'll know that I went through a very toxic relationship where my ex ended up becoming my only friend. And I lost all of my friends through that relationship. So I had to start over after that breakup at square one with having any friends. So I have been in your shoes. I'm not telling you this to be mean. I'm just trying to tell you this because I want you to feel like what I'm saying applies to you, not just in this episode, but in all of the episodes that I've put out. So the first thing that I want to make sure I make clear is that just because you may want to continue a friendship with them does not, capital not, mean you should do it. Sure, some people can be friends with their exes, but it is not common because it's really hard to do that. You, When you stay friends with your ex right after a breakup, you can very much be emotionally torturing yourself by continuing to do this, especially if you still want to get back together with them. You guys have already crossed this line that has taken you to the point of not being just friends. And trying to backtrack from that is honestly almost impossible. So I want you to imagine the example. Imagine that you were absolutely, like you recently discovered coffee and you fell absolutely in love with it. Like could, you know, could not start your day without it. But after, you know, drinking coffee and falling more and more in love with it for, let's say a year, someone tells you, say a doctor tells you, you can no longer drink coffee. You just can't do it. They say you can still be around coffee, but you just can't drink it personally. So imagine that you start getting texts of photos and videos of coffee being poured a couple times a week. You sit with a 
really hot, good smelling cup of coffee right in front of you, but you can't drink it. Now imagine this like a thousand times worse and that's what you're doing to yourself by remaining friends with your ex. You are putting yourself in a position where you are hearing from them, where you are seeing them, but you can't actually be with them in the capacity that you want to and that you fell in love with in the past. And a rebuttal to this that I hear sometimes is, I can't lose everything with them, so I'd rather just be in pain than lose them completely. And I get that message a lot. I'd rather, you know, be like sacrifice everything so I can be friends with them because I can't imagine losing them completely from my life. And I mean, you are a free human being. You can do what you want, but just know that this is an incredibly hurtful thing to do to yourself. By doing this, you're basically telling your inner self, I know this hurts to still see this person and I know it's torture to be around them, but I'm going to do it anyway. You're basically saying like, I know this hurts you, but I'm still going to do it anyway. So, and I know many of you guys want to work on your self-esteem and your self-worth. That's really the thing that I think should be like the underlying goal of going through a breakup. Obviously, we want to learn how to live without the person, but I think the byproduct that we should be shooting for is to raise and elevate our self-worth and our self-esteem. And this is not how you get self-esteem. This is not how you get self-worth. That's telling yourself it's better to continue hurting yourself so you can get some kind of validation from a guy who has stated that he doesn't want to be with you. It's saying that essentially like on your own, you're not good enough. Like you have to have this person to be okay. So you're saying like, I need to sacrifice my emotional well-being so I can stay friends with this guy. And I know that sounds really extreme and it's not some, it's like not an instant thing of lowering your self-worth, but it does do it over time. It's a very like subconscious thing that's happening when you continue to do that. So I got broken up with gosh, this was probably seven or eight years ago, I got broken up with and the guy was really adamant on remaining friends. And I was not only a people pleaser, but I also really, really loved this person and couldn't picture my life without him. So I thought, okay, like I can do this. And literally like every time I saw him, I had to pump myself up and be like, okay, Kendra, like, remember, you're not with him. You're just, you're just friends. You're just friends. And then I would see him. I would get butterflies. I would get all of those like mushy gushy feelings. When we would hug goodbye, I felt like I was melting. And then I'd get in my car and I would sob because I, I really like, I could not handle it. And I continued to do that to myself for months, honestly. Yeah. Like six months I did that. And then finally I was like, I cannot do this. I know I'll never get over this person who still does not want to be with me. And so I finally had to draw this boundary and it was a huge act of self-love towards myself. And it made me feel so empowered and really made me, it made me feel really proud of myself and it made me feel really good, therefore raising my self-esteem. So, but just remember that if we want to raise our self-esteem, this is not the way to do it. 
And I know you might be thinking, okay, well, what if I was the one that ended the relationship? So maybe I don't want to get back together with them. I just, I'm the one that ended it, but I still want to be friends with them. Yes, it's a lot easier to remain friends with your ex when you are the one that ended it. However, you also have to consider their feelings. I personally believe that if people are friends right after they break up, someone is getting hurt, even if no one's saying it. Like someone's getting hurt, they might just not be be honest about it. So even if you're the person that ended the relationship, like be very considerate of their feelings. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Okay, so now that we understand that it's not a good idea to be friends with an ex after a breakup, even though we think it might be a good idea, let's talk about what to do about that. The best friend and the partner role that is now gone feels, I know it feels like a gaping hole and you likely feel very empty inside, which is a totally normal feeling to be going through after a breakup. The reason a breakup can feel so painful and why it's so instinctual to reach out for someone or something else is because of that hole that's left by your ex. And it's not only that romantic partner that's missing, but it's also that best friend. So we do want to fill this void in a healthy and productive way because it's very painful to live without filling that. And if we don't fill it in a healthy way, we'll likely reach for unhealthy ways to fill that. But we first want to explore why it's there. So what's missing? Like what did your ex take that's now missing? 
So to start, I want you to make a list of things that your ex gave you, a list of feelings. That can be security, compassion, love, companionship, feeling cared for. And after you do that, I want you to make a list of things your ex did for you that made them feel like a great partner and a good best friend. Like for example, they listened to you, they were always down to try new things with you, they were there for you when you were upset. So I want you to make that list and afterwards, now that we have this list, we have we all have other people in our lives, right? You know, it doesn't matter if your support system is big or small, we still all have people in our lives. We have family and friends who love us and want to be there for us. And this is the time to start cultivating those relationships so they can help you fill this void. It may take some asking for help, which is never super comfortable, but let's say let's say you had a really hard day and you always used to call your ex to feel safe and secure. And now after having a bad day, you're feeling really tempted to reach out to your ex but this time you call a girlfriend and you say, hey, I've had a really shitty day. Can we talk? Oftentimes people want to be there for us. They want to show up. They would love to be able to help you overcome this breakup and help you let go of your ex, but they just don't know how. So we need to be really specific and we need to be very explicit as to how we ask for the help that we need. That's why it's so important to make that list of things of like, okay, what am I missing? And then reach out to other people for that if possible. So if you miss him being your best friend, I want you to really focus a lot of energy on your current relationships, your current friendships, maybe your family relationships, and not just asking them for help, but really make an effort to see them and to reach out to them. And, you know, it's not a one-sided thing. So ask them how they're doing. You can maybe spark like an old best friendship that you had before the relationship, or you can really focus in on improving the friendships that you already have. And you can even branch out and meet some new friends. I know for me, a lot of my really, really close friends have come out of breakups where I needed, where I like took the time and was really intentional about being around friends and filling that void that was left by my ex. Like we used to spend every single weekend together. So on weekends, I felt like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I ended up, you know, having this group of girls and we spent almost every single weekend together. And I know that that's a little bit harder to do now, but you know, there are ways to still feel surrounded. It just takes a little bit of work on your part. And along the same lines, the next thing I'll ask you to do is to make your life feel very full and very busy. Not obviously, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I also really want you to take a look at your feelings, but specific to this issue, I want you to make your life feel very full and very busy. And I'm very aware that this is a lot harder to do in the age of COVID-19, but there are, you know, safe ways, I believe, to still, you know, fill your weekends up, fill your life up. What I've been doing lately is meeting a friend to go on a socially distanced walk outside or meet a friend at a beach or a park and do like a picnic. 
you know, go for a hike. So, you know, there are ways, obviously do what you're comfortable with, but there are ways to make your life, you know, feel really full. And the more you can do that, the more, the less noticeable that like gaping hole that they left is going to feel. And again, while relying on friends and staying busy, hopefully in the background, you'll be doing more of the emotional work that will make you feel whole and complete on your own, where you'll get to a place knowing that you don't have to hurt yourself emotionally just to feel loved and supported, and you are able to give all of that stuff to you on your own. So, you know, this is all of the stuff I talk about. This is journaling. This is you know, practicing self-care. This is figuring out how you can enjoy spending time on your own. This is exercising all of, you know, the things that you hear episode after episode on this podcast. And then the last question I get asked a lot relating to this topic is people will say, do you think I can be friends with my ex in the future? So do I think that? Maybe. It's always possible once the feelings have subsided that you can resume a friendship, but I also think it's pretty rare. I always tell people to like table it and don't focus on some point in the future where you can be friends with your ex. The most important thing is honestly like just to focus inward. So I would literally take the question of friendship off the table completely. Otherwise, you will be obsessing on it and be waiting around for the day to come where you can be friends. You might write off some of your own feelings so you can feel up to creating that friendship again. And just like you're letting go of the relationship, like let go of this friendship, you know, think about like different best friends that you've had in your life. My guess is If you went through every single best friend you've had in your life, you're not best friends with all those people anymore. Like that's part of life is we have friends come into our lives for a variety of reasons and for a variety of timeframes. I love the quote that people come into our life for a reason, a season or a lifetime, and we never really know what that is. And trust that if you guys are meant to be friends in the future, you will be. However, in my experience, once I let go of that, thought of trying to be friends with an ex, which, you know, I did for a period of six months with one ex. I did for an entire, I, I attempted to stay friends with my abusive ex for an entire year after we broke up. Definitely, definitely do not recommend. That was, um, not a great year for me and pushed off my healing from that relationship, which was desperately needed. It pushed it off for a while. So, I've definitely done it where I try it. In my experience, it doesn't work. And in the times where I have just written off the friendship, I'll even like tell myself like, well, maybe down the, you know, down the line, I can be friends with them. I will tell you once you heal and let go, it's pretty rare that you're going to have a desire to go back and be friends with an ex just because if you're doing the work where you're cultivating your other friendships, you know, I'll, I'll, I remember having this feeling where I'm like, I have so many great friends. Like, I really don't need that in my life. Like, I don't need an, I have great friends. I don't need a friend where I've had this really intense history with. And, you know, if you think about it in terms of future relationships that you might not, that you might want to be in, 
it could be hard, you know, a lot of people aren't a big fan of, you know, dating people who are really good friends with their ex. So again, like think about this as another way to make room for what you want in the future. But to wrap this up, the biggest thing I want you to do is focus on your other friends right now. Um, and if you don't feel like you have great friends, like this is a time to try to make new friends, whether that's like using a virtual form of doing that on Facebook groups, just someone that you feel comfortable like talking with. Uh, my Facebook group is a great place to do that. We have a really strong community and it's, you know, people that live not only not only all over the country, but also all over the world. So my Facebook group is a great place to do that. But focus on your other friends right now. Pay attention to what your own heart needs, not not the needs of saying like, I need to get back together with my ex. Not that need, but the need of I need time to be cared for. I need to be nurtured. I need compassion. And then once you figure out what those needs are, like ask for help from other people, take care of yourself. And remember that you are whole and complete on your own. You can fill that X, fill that void. I should fill that void left by your ex on your own. You don't need, like you don't need them to come back into your life to feel whole and complete. You can reach that on your own, but it's 100% okay and highly recommended to to get help and support from others so you can, they can help love on you until you're able to love yourself again. So I know this sucks. I think it's a very underrated part of going through a breakup. And in a lot of ways, it can be a lot harder because I would really treasure the friendships that I had with my exes. They would become best friends, which you know, you hear any married couple, they'll say like, they're my, you know, that's been married for 30 years, they'll ask what their secret is. And it's like, be with your very best friend. So that's like a good thing. And just know that it's okay to lose best friends, whether they were your ex or not. Sometimes we just have to move on with our lives and grow in different ways. And not sometimes not all of our friends follow us along on that. And that's okay. But Continue taking care of yourself, love on yourself a little bit extra, and I will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.